Welcome to our podcast series on IT modernization and security in government, brought to you today by ForgeRock. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we take a look at some practical strategies IT leaders are using to modernize and secure their agency's IT applications and improve the citizens' online experience using centralized identity management. Joining us today is Ashley Stevenson, Senior Director for Applied Innovation at ForgeRock, a global leader in identity and access management solutions. Ashley, welcome to the program. Thanks, Wyatt. Great to be here. And also joining us today is Chris Keel, Principal at Deloitte Consulting, who has worked with a variety of government agencies to modernize their internal and public-facing online systems. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Wyatt. Appreciate it. Well, there's no question CIOs at the federal, state, and local level understand the urgency to modernize their IT and the economic advantages of adopting an IT services approach. But from a citizen's perspective, the process of figuring out which government agency to go to for one service or another still remains an arduous task. That's not to mention logging on to or navigating across the multiple agency websites and applications they encounter. That's one reason more and more agencies are looking into streamlining their online user experience with citizens by offering a centralized identity and access management solution. Chris, I'd like to start the discussion today with you and ask you to talk a little about Deloitte's experience working with the state of Texas to overhaul and upgrade its statewide government services portal. What were the state officials actually trying to accomplish overall and why was a more modern identity and access management platform pivotal to that effort? Sure. There were a number of challenges the state of Texas was trying to address um, with the Texas.gov program. For more than a decade, the state had a website, Texas.gov, where citizens could find information on a wide range of state services. But to actually engage with those services and conduct transactions, users had to enter information for each service individually, and each one had particular data requirements that made it cumbersome to use. They really had to know exactly what they were looking for and exactly the right type of information in order to create a transaction. There was no concept historically of a citizen having an account with the state where the citizen could view the information pertinent to them, such as driver's license, professional licenses, vehicle information, hunting licenses, so on and so forth. So that was really the essence of what the challenges the state was facing. And to solve those problems, a number of modernization activities were undertaking. And really at the center of it is uh, an IAM solution that's going to enable that account experience for citizens. And historically, those have been expensive and cumbersome, but we're comfortable that we've got to a right solution for Texas.gov now. Chris, what criteria did Deloitte use for choosing an IAM solution and provider for the project? Yeah, so when the contract for Texas.gov was awarded to Deloitte by the Department of Information Resources, we were tasked with designing and implementing a new integrated version of the website. We're responsible for the whole architecture and the integrations at the back end and, of course, the front end citizen experience. Um, We looked for components that would work well with open source technologies uh, for maximum choice and flexibility over time because technologies continue to change and emerge and what also was important 
important to us was the ability to leverage cloud infrastructure, which is a centerpiece of our solution. We wanted a centralized IAM solution for the reasons I noted earlier with respect to creating citizen accounts. It had to be easy to integrate with the various agencies' back-end systems. And just as important, it had to be cost-effective in terms of licensing. Texas, as many people know, is the second largest state in the United States. And there's a potential, and we certainly hope um, through adoption, that every adult constituent could potentially have an account with Texas.gov. Um, ultimately, we opted to go with Fordrock's platform, mainly because it met all of those criteria I articulated. It's a leader in terms of security and identity and access management. It's flexible in terms of ability to deploy on cloud technology. And frankly, the licensing approach really was a good fit for our program where we could, you know, it's likely that we'll start out with a, a relatively small number of users, but hope to grow rapidly in the years to come. Ashley, uh, what in general distinguishes a modern cloud-based identity and access management solution from what most agencies are probably using currently? Yeah, and just to pick up on some of the points that Chris was making, and these are things that some traditional or legacy, if you will, identity management systems that are in government agencies today don't necessarily meet, but a couple of them. One is flexible deployment options. You know, identity is a very important cornerstone, if you will, to many business processes because it deals with not only security, but the uh, ability of a person to access some sort of digital system to complete a process. And so the ability to have deployment options that include any different cloud vendor that you're working with, some things deployed on-site, and then even some SaaS options that we're working on, being able to have that flexibility and being able to have DevOps-ready deployment options so that we can integrate with government customers who are getting into DevOps deployment scenarios is important. I think also being able to seamlessly combine uh, identity data from a wide variety of sources, so making, being able to connect to lots of different types of you know, directories and databases to be able to pull that identity information together so that a customer does not have to go and enter the same information over and over with the same state or the same government agency just to do different business processes. A couple others, platform API or interoperability. Right, the ability for a modern web application to call APIs of an identity management system, whether it's on-premise or in the cloud, and also to be able to answer traditional standards-based type of identity protocols, whether that's LDAP or SAML or OAuth2, OpenID Connect. Supporting those things are all very important. And then finally, scalability, right? So a lot of legacy or traditional identity management systems were built to focus on a smaller number of employees and contractors for the purposes of provisioning you know, Active Directory accounts and email and training, whereas customer and citizen identity management systems have to be able to handle a much larger constituency of identities and processes. So that's a list of some of the things that really distinguish the modern cloud identity system from some of the, the legacy ones. Well, Chris, back to you. There's a common perception, I believe, that bringing in a centralized IAM platform means re-architecting applications or at least developing lots of APIs for existing applications. What was your experience integrating a platform like ForgeRocks into a portal supporting so many agencies in Texas and all the applications that they support? Yeah, no, that's a good point, Wyatt. I know that perception is out there, particularly among, you know, what I would call the legacy IAM providers. 
We had the benefit in Texas of having implemented the Fordrock IAM solution for one of our key clients at the Texas DMV even before we started work on the statewide portal. And that was a great proving ground for us in terms of you know understanding the flexibility and the ability to integrate for the application. In the case of Texas DMV, they were running mainframe technology that we were tasked with modernizing over the course of you know really less than two years. There were four and a half million lines of code that we had to get from from natural database to uh, Java DB2 on a modern uh, architecture. And one of the key elements in moving from the mainframe was replacing the security function with a more modern solution. And for that, we selected ForgeRock. And what we learned in that process, there were really six key large applications that we were modernizing. And we were able to implement one installation of ForgeRock to serve all of these various applications. It provided the single sign on capability and integration with the existing Active Directory platform. And it was very simple and lightweight in terms of effort to integrate with the existing Fordrock APIs. And so that meant several things that were important to us. We were able to stay on schedule and meet the deadline we had committed to for our client. And it kept the cost low in terms of labor, which, of course, working you know, with any client, but especially in a state government, cost is always a significant concern. So all of those things really helped us understand what Fordrock offered and, and how it could be successful for something like the statewide portal. Ashley, even when installing a centralized IAM system is clearly the right decision, there's still a cost. What's your answer to CIOs who are trying to calculate the return on investment of moving to a cloud-based IAM platform like yours? Sure. A couple of things I'd say to consider, um, two of them uh, lowering things and two adding things. So really consider that you, know, you can lower the cost of your business processes with a modern identity and access management system, whether it's your employees or whether it's citizens that you're serving. The cost of transacting those business processes in terms of support and people managing it is lowered when you have an integrated identity management system. The second thing that you're able to lower is your cost of maintenance. When you have a system that can pull these pieces together and that can make things more productive, which is actually the third one, it's more productive for your employees or for your citizens. They're able to move through these transactions more quickly and, as Chris stated earlier, across many different types of identities that they would have. So you end up with a better and more efficient user experience for all, and at the same time you're able to increase the level of security in your digital processes, but at the same time making it more transparent to the users. So security is not something that makes it more difficult. It's there, but the user experience is smooth and easy for the citizen or even the employee. Uh, finally, gentlemen, what recommendations would you offer other agency CIOs who are taking a similar path to improving citizen services through an online cloud-based platform? Sure. Uh, Ashley, you want to go first? Yeah, no problem. Uh, a couple of things that I think. One is look at the time to deployment in the budget, right? Because, again, for in the federal space, dealing with traditional identity management systems that are really built for employees, the amount of budget and time that's required to deploy those types of systems is much higher. And at same stroke, look at a licensing model 
but also is geared towards and supports the cost of customer scale because pricing at you know enterprise internal scale for a customer base is not going to be budget friendly. So that's one. The second one I would say uh, for CIOs is don't get stuck with one cloud provider. Don't get locked in. So the ability to have a platform like Fordrox that could be deployed part of it on-premise. You could have some in AWS. You could have some uh, in Azure. You could have some Google Cloud Platform. That's really important to not get stuck, if you will, with only one cloud provider. Another one I would say is look for a future-ready platform. Increasingly moving forward, you need to have identities for many other things, your, your cloud microservices, and especially other types of connected things. And even in the citizen realm, even if you're talking about um, the state of Texas or any other state, citizens will be engaging your online business processes with some sorts of devices beyond mobile phones, whether it's through vehicles and connecting with traffic systems or what have you. The ability to secure your devices and have an identity management platform that can also manage uh, identities of those other things right next to the identities of citizens all on the same platform I think is another important thing to look for. And Chris, your additional thoughts? Yeah, when we talk to our clients about their next generation solutions and applications, one of the things we emphasize, uh, especially when you're talking about digital services for citizens, is have security as part of your design thinking as you move forward in your journey. And part of that design thinking with security means having uh, access management as a core foundation to your architecture. And make sure that that solution is flexible. Technology changes so fast. The solution you choose needs to support maybe your on-premise solutions today. It may need to support your cloud-based solutions in the future. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Chris Keel with Deloitte Consulting and Ashley Stevenson with Fordrock. Thanks for joining us to talk about improving the online experience for citizens and how centralized identity and access management can help. And, of course, we'd like to thank the folks at Fordrock for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage on IT modernization and security in government on statescoop.com. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.